The Daily Talk Show, everyone. It's episode 60. How are you, TJ? Oh, fuck. I, for- I just remembered that moment. It was 60. Congratulations, Josh. No, congratulations to you. No, fuck you. Congratulations to you. No, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm congratulating you and you're not going to take this moment away from me. For anyone who's new to the podcast, we don't do this every episode. We do. Just every 10. Every every 10. <laughs> it feels like yesterday we were in Shepparton. I just dropped the video for the 50th episode celebration on my YouTube channel. Any feedback from anyone? Probably not. Well, we went to Shepparton and in the video you st- you say, what did you say? You're like, uh, well, people might want to know what you're doing back here in Shepparton. It's because we're the new breakfast show or uh-huh. something like the that. The gag, yes. And I actually think people thought we we are the new breakfast show. I was actually watching, so uh, B-Mac who was on that episode, yeah, did a bit of gear, not as in drugs, but no. as in on social media and said, introducing your new fucking breakfast show. Yeah. And I thought, haha, funny. But then I watched our video. I'm like, yeah, if people don't fucking click through. For one, I don't think he linked the video. No, he didn't link to the video. First mistake, <laughs> B-Mac, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I think he knew. What, he's a marketing he knew, genius. He knew what he was doing. He's a hype man. He's and the what did official he hype man. Hype online. Yeah. And then the other thing too, was I had two people add me um, on Facebook. Oh, yeah. to B-Mac's uh, B-Mac. from Shepparton. But um, no, then I rewatched the video. I'm like, we actually don't say that we're joking. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. people are like Watch till the end And they're like You know why we're really here Where they need the breakfast show Yeah I've And got, that's a joke Like Then we talk at the, at the end about You know It's good that we're up here Doing the podcast We've got a podcast I think the, For the fact is We're doing a podcast We're not on radio I we, was I was thinking though I'm like Wouldn't it be fun If maybe we did a week up there on, on radio. On radio where we said, you know, and we'll fill it with celebrity guests and stuff. We'll use yeah. all of our fucking contacts and do like maybe we could pre-record interviews, but really pump it up. Do the best fucking week mm. possible, but I don't know. See, the problem is when you're in radio and you're in a town like Shepparton and you have a replacement that comes in for a week and is good. It, like, first of all, you'd be shitting yourself that your job's gone. Yeah. And second of all, there's too much ego yeah. in the industry. Or is really? it, it's people so just you're, you're worried about us potentially being too good, good that we have to and go scary and, and just be like, look, <laughs> look, we've been chosen. Nah, um, thanks um, for listening if you've been with us all the way. Sean uh, is one of our avid listeners. Yeah. Sup, bro? He sent an email, 12.30 p.m. Uh, he must have been on his lunch break. Uh I'll, or he's I'll, a boss entrepreneur that has his own runs his own ship. He just wants to like his fucking lunch. Yeah, um, yeah true. I, you wouldn't be happy. I very, I very much think lunch break. Like I'm, I'm just fucking eating or doing. I never see it as like I'm stopping now for a lunch break. I think it's it's good. We can talk about yeah. structure later. But I just wanted to read his email. Uh, it's he sends it to hi at the daily talk show dot com, which is the best way to contact us. He says, "Hey guys, heard episode number fifty eight and completely agree with everything. Captain vegans that are <laughs> hypocrites. Do you remember that? But I can't remember actually calling, but I'm sure we did." <laughs> Uh, keyboard warriors that don't bring much value fucking oath mm. Sean uh, Facebook friends in quotation marks that show show up out of nowhere with hate comments that's a big one yeah well you don't even know that you're still friends with them and all of a sudden some Joe Blow pipes up to give his two cents on some status he just, just put out just a bit of a, a fucking troll photo. 
And he said, uh, everyone just needs to keep focusing on sharing them positive vibes. Looking forward yeah. to episode number 60. Keep up the great work, guys. Regards, Sean. Fucking thanks, thanks Sean. Um, appreciate it. And if you if you send an email, uh, we, we love getting them. And yeah, we, Michelle, our number one emailer, um, always uh, good quality content. And she actually went to the effort of really sort of painted the picture of her um, when she listens and stuff like mm. that, which was uh, good fun as well. Uh, today I had a discussion with a vegetarian. <laughs> okay. I see there's a thing. It's, well, Sean just made me realize this. And, and I realized that I'm not in... Their, I don't even I can't even comprehend their sort of their their world and being that full blown vegetarian. And it's got nothing to do with animal cruelty. What uh-huh. I was talking about was the things like bacon and restaurants you go to where it's literally you can get chicken, bacon, um, beef, fish, but it's all not sure. fish, beef, yeah. chicken, or bacon, and they're just flavoured. So it's, it was quite nice this one place. I actually we mistakenly went there because it was. It was like a um, Chinese restaurant or something like that. Thai restaurant in Newtown in Sydney. Very mm. hipster joint. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, fuck, look at all this beef, chicken. And we got it and it was all just like tofu, but tasted like it. And my thought and my conversation with this vegetarian was I was like, why Why do you... Why? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but what, no, what no. is the interest in wanting to eat things that replicate the thing you don't want to eat? Well, I'm just... I think the point is that they're not denying that it isn't tasty. Yeah. But they have higher morals and ethics and they say, yeah. even though this might be tasty, I don't want to eat it because of the impact on the world. But it's not chicken. It's not beef. It's not... Like, I, I just don't get that. That it's like, there is options. Pumpkin. <laughs> Dal. <laughs> uh, potatoes. Dal's good. Uh, veggie patties. That it's just... Not, they're not they're not related to the thing yeah. that you don't like. Eggplants delicious. So I mean, you got to eat something, right? I guess. But no, I completely know what you mean because I was just talking to someone the other day about I quit sugar. Sarah Wilson, you know Sarah Wilson. Mm. Uh, that was uh, her book and everything like that. She's closing it down. Just she's not passing it on to anyone. She's just closing the whole business. And uh, it's now I quit stevia. I quit, I quit sweeteners. No, no, but she. Uh, if you go onto, if you type in like I quit sugar into Pinterest, all of their recipes are shit that should have sugar in them. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's it just like, like we're going to spend all of our time making this as as real to normal life as. For instance, the thing that upset me the most was I made uh, chocolate mousse. Can you imagine what the core ingredient was? Um, I I can't. Avocado? Yeah. Yeah. It was avocado. I put like an avocado, fucking cacao powder, maybe a bit of... um, Agave. Yeah, some sort of syrup. Agave syrup. And um, it was horrendous. (laughs) It was horrendous. It's like someone fucked up. uh, Like I've never eaten a fully... Fucked avocado, like as in like, ah, like ro- overripe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was like. It was like, what's the point? Like, what's, what is this trying to do to me? This is nothing. And so, probably the meat type stuff, the fake meat. I'd feel the same way. I don't like uh, what's the soy one in the squares and shit. What's that called? Um, tofu. Tofu. 
Fucking so that's what most of them are in the end. Like a lot of them... They're all soy products and shit. Yeah. So um, there's a Netflix stocker at the moment. Um, I can't remember the name because my fucking brother, I said, what's the name? He's like, I don't fucking know, mate. It's on Netflix. Have you watched it yet? Or he no? watched it. Okay. But he really got into me about not knowing the name and really didn't take ownership like of a, that. Was it like one of the cowspiracy type? Uh, no, it's about a company that is creating uh, meat yeah. that's not meat. In a lab. Well, it's not. So it's not the grown. It's not the legit okay. animal tissue or legit legit tissue grown in the lab. Mm-hmm. It's a company that is using um, the. There's like a there's a taste that meat has, and they've been able to work out that it's a certain um, something. It's like this. It's called something here. He gave it a name. You're so but they good can at replicate that taste. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, he should have told no, me the I fucking name of it. Yeah. But anyway, he's saying. He showed me the it bleeds. It's made from plant-based products, and it looks like meat. You cook it, and it's like oozing out. But it will change the game if they get it right. They've spent a lot of money on it so far. I uh, I went to Taco Bell in the US. In the US, yeah, real fucking cheap, like tacos oh, and it's stuff. Shit it was like meat. Ta- it was but so it's good bad. to get. Like it's yeah. It's my magnesan is under. But I was like, what sort of meat is this? Oh, hang on, they do the Dorito taco shell. Oh, that's yeah. So it's like Dorito chips flavored flavor taco with shell. All, like, the f- Imagine how many fucking chemicals are in that. Thing. Oh, it just was so disgusting. I had this like. Uh, it was like a mince meat, but it was soy products. But they sell it as like it's a meat sort of thing. Mm. It's fuck it. It's like I, a meat taco. I did say today to the vegetarian I was talking to that if you can give me a substitute for meat that tastes like it, like this company's doing, why would I argue? Why would I choose meat? Like if I was yeah, why would you go down the unethical yeah, route it's just if a, there was another option? I I really like it because if they can do it, there'll be. I'm not even that hell bent on meat. No, me either. That's what I'm saying. I would. I, it's not going to take much to sway me to fucking. Um, Literally, just like if I had a if I had a cook, if I had someone who's like, you know what, we're going to give you a cook for the rest of your life. The only deal is it has to be vegetarian dishes. Fucking oath, I'll do it. Mm. I mean, it's a big ask. I don't know if anyone's going to do that <laughs> for you, for me specifically. <laughs> but like, fuck the bit of eggplant. Fucking curries and shit. Oh, eggplant curry. It's so fucking good. The even place like on a, Bridge Road um, that was really good. Vegetarian you know. Mexican. Awesome. Maybe not your bullshit Well, like taco. nachos. Nachos. <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, sweet potato taco at Fonda. Yum. Yummy. Yummy, yummy. <sighs> so Maybe three other things that you like that are vegetarian. Um, lollies. Uh, chocolate cake they're not vegan though because they've got the oh the yeah, 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 vegan. yeah yeah chocolate yeah this yeah there's a few there's, I mean yeah there's a lot of meals but like, there is nothing wrong I'm sure that we'll eventually get to a point where we are all going vegetarian yeah don't yeah, you think yeah nah nah not not nah I think there's two I'm not one of them but there's definitely people who are like Nah, need your fucking meat. You need it. No, I don't. I don't get that. You know what? I actually, uh, Brie and I bought two pieces of meat mm-hmm. from Meat Smith on Smith Beautiful. Street. Beautiful. Yeah, really nice. Uh, just no prices. Nothing. Just like two porterhouse. Yeah. Guess two porterhouse steaks. Two porterhouse. I reckon they were like in total twenty six eighty. Thirty one. It's 
fucked. I hate places that don't have prices on things. Yeah. So you're forced to take it to the front yeah. or you're forced to just pick and say, I'll have that one. And you don't want to be a tight ass going, how much do you reckon that will be? Yeah, I almost wanted to push back and go, actually, can I have another four more? <laughs> like, um, do you do finance options as well? <laughs> uh, what's the new pay, pay as you go? Like yeah, the exactly. The weekly after pay? The, um, yeah, so we did that. And uh, but I I don't know what I'm gonna have with it. Um, you you were there when I told you that oh, I I told my wife Amy and then you guys came in that I'd thrown away some letters. Mm-hmm. That, so I was cleaning out my office and I threw away some letters that she'd written me. One was for Easter. One was just for like nothing. real recent. No no sorry Easter as in just old. It was an old one of the Easter's over the last okay. four years or something. Sure. And Happens uh, every a year. birthday, maybe a Christmas one. There was a really lovely letter from my brother, mm-hmm. from um, to say thanks for being a groomsman at his wedding. I read it, had a nearly teared up, and then um, threw them out. <laughs> but I, but I felt like a bit gross throwing it out. Like I felt like I was parting with something. I was, oh, I don't want to. But I don't need them. I don't. You know, I was like, this is hard for me. This is the right move. And then I tell Amy, and then you're there, and then it just erupted. And I was the fucking, I was the gremlin. Yeah. I was the green goblin that just killed somebody. Well, you were a little bit, you are a little bit tipsy. So you were tipsy Tommy. Get a bit funny. <laughs> bit like, oh, what do you guys see? Like you should have probably just shut your mouth in the moment. Because yeah. you and Amy had worked out like, uh, uh, Brie and I were checking out your new installment. Like, you know, you got a fucking cool little new setup in your office, office yeah. it sort of has a partition so all behind it but you actually brought us in you could have fucking been fine but you're like guys Amy's getting upset what do you think yeah I had Sh- to because I thought you were going to back me up as the minimalist fucking wanker over here but I'm a win- minimalist wanker that has Evernote you can, it's so easy yeah, to take true. a photo I did think about taking a photo of these but then I thought I haven't got photos of all the other ones that I've thrown out Anyway, That's my point. Such a bad uh, theory, though. No, isn't but it? What, what? Like, I, st- I have like four to start. I may as well start somewhere. Sta- okay, I could start now, and I probably will start now. But I got home yesterday, and I opened up my text messages. For some reason, I wasn't even fucking thinking. I swiped across and deleted Amy and my message history on my phone, and I can't fucking get it back because the last time I backed up my phone was like two, three months ago. You're so fuck. I can't resort to a previous backup to get mm-hmm. them. And then I accidentally changed the locks of the house. Amy can't get in. <laughs> I've uh, I've accidentally moved and not told her. So Amy... <laughs> this is a long roundabout way of having this sort of understanding of why most people aren't minimalists. Because it's so, it's so embedded in all of us. To want to so like for instance you you guys have your own thoughts around what yeah. I did mm-hmm. or throwing out letters Amy has her thing and so it's like external so it's it's internal for everyone else about my internal or my my reality here yeah so I found it hard to throw out these things but then it makes it twice as hard when other people get like uh, opposing to what you were feeling well there's the, there's the saying that Josh from the minimalist says which is uh you're, you're about to talk about yourself yeah, in third was, person I wouldn't don't put it past me uh your memories aren't in your things yeah which can extend to this i think there's something nice as documentarians and people who create content yeah. for a living i think that there is we do have a responsibility in some regards 
to save some of these things for content. Mm. For instance, I was watching a video uh, we spoke about last week. One of my videos has gone hashtag semi-viral. It's about to hit 9,000 views. Fuck yeah. Over 249 likes, six dislikes, but who's counting? Can you tell me how many times you've checked it? Oh, since I, our I have li- it open in a tab maybe once every two hours. <laughs> Is that a lot? <laughs> once every two hours. Anyway, the uh, the guy who made a digital minimalist video yeah. which went viral, mm. which made my video go semi semi viral because it was mine was the suggested videos that around came up yeah, yeah, yeah. around his. Right, he deletes all of his raw material as a YouTuber, deletes all his raw material, deletes his project files. He only keeps, he uploads a version to YouTube and then if he needs it, he'll just download it from YouTube. YouTube. What a fucking animal. That would give me anxiety. Yeah, that's so fucking dumb. No, you can't. You like, I think... Hard drives are so cheap. It's just like, to me, it's going in fucking just dumb territory because Mm -hmm. it's like, mate, how much... How he's shooting on a fucking A7S, right? His whole... If he was filming, like, heaps all year, it would be less than eight terabytes, right? Yeah, yeah. That's one fucking external drive. What happened? Like, what happens when... Like, it, it just makes no sense to me. It doesn't take any fucking... Like, be... I think as a minimalist, what it means is we can just be structured. Just be structured in the sense of have the files in a specific folder structure mm. so you where, know where things are and you don't need to be fucking keeping, I don't know, you don't need to keep the props uh, for a shoot. You don't even need to maybe, you know, keep the notes. Mm. But just, mate, like, it makes no sense. But I, I go to my mum's house. What's up, mum? I know she listens. Right. Um, she Hello. has a lot of stuff from my childhood. Mm-hmm. And it's just in the fucking cupboards. And there's stuff up in the garage. What's happening with that? Where's that going? That's physical objects. The yeah. stuff from her childhood. Plates and like... <laughs> plates. Oh, yeah, I think there's plates. There's a few there plates. plates. Mate, we don't have housing big enough to store generational item collections. I mean, you know, you're not talking th- about some amazing sort of like gold plate. It's like nah, nah. dumb shit. Well, dumb shit to me, they might be nice. They're probably nice. Yeah. Mum loves them. Loves what she's keeping. <laughs> but um, the um, I actually have, like, uh, my parents did a bit of a handover of all of my old shit. So, I've I've got it in my possession now. So Hang in. That mustn't be much because you've got a small-ish apartment. It's all uh, in our basement. Oh, uh, in your in your in storage. So it jokes on them because you're going away and it's going to have to go back yeah. to their house. Well, I don't know what I'll do. Maybe I'll scan it in. It's all school reports, so that'd be pretty funny. Or like, so, yeah, students- my mum would have that shit. What do I? Yeah, maybe. Why don't like? I think there's something in digitizing stuff, right? Because the thing is, it's like it's the words on the paper which is fun, and if you scan it in, you have the whole mm. thing. The reason that I've even been thinking about this lately, I've started. I've been raving about the. Um, uh, the note taking and stuff, right? He's like, I love you. You one I day, love you. You're one day into taking notes, and you've been raving about it. And he's right; he actually has mentioned it maybe three or four times. Uh, I I even <laughs> went to I went to um, Office Works. You know, everything's good starts at Office Works. Spent sixty bucks on um, on 
what was it? Notepads. Like, notepads, but cheap notepads. Yeah, but $60 worth. Yeah, if you're saying cheap notepads for 60 bucks, that means you, you've got hundreds of notepads. No, because we got cheap notepads, pens. The, uh, the expensive bit was the um, index cards. You know, the index cards that you'll see on like the Agile, Scrum, those um, Kanban or whatever the fuck it's called, the boards, you know, like Envato and stuff. They've got all those oh, cards. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. I bought a bunch of them and they're not cheap. That was $27. Anyway. Okay, there's nearly 50% of your yeah. fucking $30. And then Brie wanted some stationery too. But I said to her, as long as you're using it for personal and not for Hey Tiger, if you want to be fucking using, like that's a company expense. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, Definitely. Don't put it on full Mate, stack. Working in big businesses, they've got so much stationery yeah. in their cupboards. They're a, they're a startup, so they have less so. But the funny thing was, Bree said that one thing she doesn't like about Officeworks, the e-com side of Officeworks. Hashtag she was doing a bit of e-com the other day. And she, uh, she'd realized all of these... Um, uh, she had like a mini stapler and all these like mini things. And she'd accidentally got post-it notes that were like small, and then <laughs> right one one letter. Someone at work was like, "Bray, can you stop buying mini things at Office Works because they're not that handy?" And she hadn't done it intentionally, but it just so happens that it's hard to yeah, see on the website. So the reason that I was bringing up the so if we're tying this all into hoarding shit yes. but also um, note taking stuff like that I've been watching the documentary called The Zen Diaries of Gary Shandling do you know who Gary Shandling is? no he's a comedian he was uh, he, he, he was a, uh, a host of The Tonight Show for a while him and Jay Leno used to share the role oh, yeah. He started a t- he sounded a real squeaky voice. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And he's he was I think he might have been in like uh yeah, I'll show you a photo of him. Anyway, he um there's a photo of him. But uh old school. Yeah, no, I don't yeah. remember. But uh anyway, Judd Apatow, the director, made a great documentary on him and it's called I think it's called The Zen Diaries of Gary Shandling. And what it made me realize was it's all of the, they've taken all of these uh, uh, diaries that he's written. So he would fucking do journaling and he would write all, because he was a stand-up comic as mm. well. So he'd write all of these his jokes in these diaries. And it's fucking great because it's like he's sy- synthesizing his thoughts and some of the things he's saying, Bree's like, fuck you guys are all the same in the sense of like, because he's a bit fucking bipolar, a bit mental. And she's like, could completely relate to what I am because he's like writing shit like, be more like Gary on stage. Be more like Gary. Or just like um, stuff like where he's like affirmations, like writing affirmations. Like the uh, when you stop thinking, you be more like Gary. Be like Gary. So he's like, talking about himself. Yeah. So he was, he was constantly sort of, and uh, um, and just um, all of those sort of uh, struggles and shit like that. Anyway, what I found interesting was they had all these diaries. And what it got me thinking was I have... I, do, I remember when I bought uh, a few hundred books from Amazon. Yeah. yeah. One of the things I bought was a... Um, this was going back a few years. But I bought um, those legal notepads. Yellow ones. Yeah. So I bought... I don't know, maybe 50 yellow notepads 
and a bunch of big pens and I'd been using it as my preferred way of writing shit down. The problem is that the way those those notepads are fucking great, but they're a bit disposable, right? Yeah. So th- this is the thing. Notepads, I don't think you want fucking moleskin. If moleskin skin notepads, it will cost you fucking like 30 bucks a pop. You feel like you can't even rip a page out of the things. Yeah. They, you become too precious with them, right? You baby them. It's fucking everything needs to be perfect handwriting. So I've gone to these exercise notebooks, which are like three bucks a pop. Not the cheapest ones, but the sort of nicer, little bit sort of thicker cover. Mm. And so I'm now getting into the habit of just writing. I mean, I'm day one, day two, day two. just writing in there. And when I'm having phone calls, doing all that sort of stuff, just being pedantic. Good when you're in the office. Mm-hmm. Good when you've got it in front of you. Good at cafes as well. Good at the mo- in the morning where it's like, or watching co- how much, how many times are you watching content, watching YouTube? So for instance, Bree and I have got our travels uh, end of June and I'm looking at what I'm actually going to fucking bring with me. So I'm trying mm. to work out like economically, like from a space point of view, from a sort of real estate point of view around my bag, how much space do I want to leave for different things? What sort of bags I want to use? Mm. And I've been watching all these videos where it's like, buy these fucking woolen socks because you get like more wears out of them or there's these fucking, these pants are really good. Like all of that sort of stuff. So all these recommendations around fucking bags and clothes and different little fucking travel hacks. I would normally just fucking watch it. At the very best, I might open up Evernote and write some notes. But now I just fucking have been using, day two, keep in mind, day, day two, two, day two, day two, day two uh, just fucking writing down all of these things and just being fucking pedantic. You, so you with the think note-taking. pen to paper is the difference? Pen to paper is fuck yeah. Instead you of toe go, thumb to screen. Exactly. You can go so much quicker. You can um and also I think it's just um it encourages you to like so many times I'll have a thought and that will just fall away. Or um for me, it's about if I have a problem that I want to solve, if I'm trying to work out the future of something or if I'm, where's my business going, all that sort of thing. Uh, I always do this. I'm always like note taking on like a yellow legal pad mm. and then I fucking, the very best, I'll take a photo of it and upload it to Evernote. For the most part, I'll just like synthesize it into copy which will then go on the website and then I fucking chuck it out. This is a way of like, this is my fucking notepad for April. I'm just going to fucking... Right, good. We're nine days in and just we'll check it. in at the end of April. Uh, it's See the difference? I told you I was writing morning pages. You Journaling. Yeah. So I just would get a note, notepad about that size. What's that? Half of an, of an A4? I think it's legal. The legal... Pad. I think yeah, it's so like, half of an A4 yeah. essentially, and so it's the US. It's what the US don't fucking use A4. This is what the the US use. Yeah, this is like what the printer. Like if you got something printed, yeah, because the, the US, size went to the food. They took the size of the paper. I mean, fuck half of this, and we'll fucking well, just increase the size sp- of food. So yeah, exactly. Well, they're all fucking whack. Anyway, I'd use that and write three pages every morning. Just whatever comes to mind, non-stop, start to finish. What sort of stuff I would think you write? It, oh, mate, absolute garbage. Like lizard brain fucking thought. Like um, today I want to write pages and now I want to start doing this. Oh, I thought about going for a surf late. Like psychopathic writing. It started to get a bit more sane. Yeah. Well, I 
I don't like the complete just write whatever because my brain goes into this entertaining state, which is like, think dark thoughts, Josh. You're fucked. <laughs> where it's like... That's funny. But it's like a... It's almost this this trigger thing where it's like... Uh, you think... Like, my mind thinks it's funny to be like, what's the most fucked up things you could think right now? Yeah, you don't want those diaries um, to be found. Yeah, so for me... For me, it's normally around an idea. So, for instance, if we're just going through some of the things that I've been... Um, writing about, I wouldn't call it journaling, but it's just essentially, so for instance, I did a bit which is like, okay, what are the what are the types of questions that I'm asking myself around travel? And so it's, how often do I want to be working whilst I'm away? Mm. What camera equipment uh, do I want to bring? What relationships do we have, uh, what relationship do we want to have with social media? Uh how do we structure our time slash days? What questions do we want to answer while we're away? So, for instance, the social media one. You know, if we... Do I want to be spending my time posting on Instagram? Do I want to make... Like, do I want to... Because that could be a thing. A thing could be every single day I post a nice photo from my trip. Or maybe the realization is I just want to fucking disconnect and not do that. yeah. It's such a th- funny thing because, like, this approach to life for me is seems maybe a bit too structured. Mm-hmm. But I know there's rewards in it, right? And I think this, like, think your mind and this is great. Yeah. Whereas, like, a morning page is, it worked a lot, and I know there was benefit in me when I didn't have as much going on. Mm-hmm. And I think it would probably benefit me now. Well, yeah, I think yeah, for me, it's all around specific ideas. So it's like. Uh, the daily talk show, the current topics that we've covered so far. So you far, a brainstorm. Nostalgia, business, marketing, relationships, finance, travel, life decisions, happiness, filmmaking, YouTube, struggles, big life questions, parenting, social media, topical subjects in the news, radio, creativity, Sticking Melbourne things slash in your local. Ass. That didn't make the list. That would come under... Uh, Smart. <laughs> Smart. Smart episodes. General <laughs> Smart. General but Smart. So th- those are the types of things that... Um, and so then I'd write down things of like, what do I, uh, what do I want it to be? So it's like I want it to be a two-way conversation. And so the questions I'm asking is, how do we incorporate our listeners? That's a question that I have. Um, what makes us unique? Uh, you know, asking that stuff. Mm. What are the, um, uh, what are the, the some of the big questions I have around it? So it's like, okay, do we want to have guests? What's our long-term strategy? Uh, What do we want to do when I'm traveling? Do we want to incorporate video? Um, Can they be... I'm the only one who's made videos for this show. Exactly. Appreciate it. Uh, Can they be pre-recorded? So that's a question. Like I don't think... My assumption is that the daily talk show needs to be done either every day or on the very odd occasion you record two in a day and release one, which we've done twice mm. uh, so it's all those questions but if anyone has any ideas because I've had everyone who listens who I've had contact with that's the first question they ask what are you doing when you go away yeah and yeah. I don't want to uh, like we need to have a solution one of the things I've been thinking about and which we sort of touched Standing on Stan Josh yeah, uh, potentially no we could do um, uh, a reduced schedule of two episodes a week two mm. episodes would be easy to do plus when maybe we do two episodes a week that are in the daily structure, 
while I'm away being able to dial in, which would be easy to do. The other option is we could still do five where we do two of me away and then we bank, we have a bank of, uh, you know, we work out three a week where it's a bank. Or, what do you think? the other option is um, some generous sponsor flies myself to fucking Europe away with every- you and brings my whole family <laughs> and also a producer. I would happy to actually plug the shit out of your show. The deck. Oh, you- the deck in Shepparton <laughs> the, if the they kick it. The deck in Shepparton. Uh, they could get around it. That's but even funny. actually, you know, one of the things I was thinking which would be cool. Yeah. An email database of our listeners. So how we can contact people beyond the podcast mm. could be cool. I thought like... um. Uh, I think that we've just been doing like we've been really good at just fucking pumping them out and we didn't go in with a huge amount of strategy no. and now we can start to reverse engineer or say okay yeah, mate we're 60 in yeah F- closer to 100 yeah once we Far get to, out. when we get to fucking 100 we can be like okay well maybe we could actually you know like I wrote down some uh, guest ideas uh, who have I got um, you might find this interesting it was like a Jules Jules Lund, Hamish Blake, um, Cyan Tade, who founded Invato, um, Kai, uh, who does Offscreen Magazine, oh, yeah. interesting dude. Just plugging all your rich friends yeah, again. Yeah, who, el- no, well, who, who else do you, who else? We do need the need? little guys on. Name three. Three people. No, you get three people that you would like on as guests. Who should we get? Seth Godin, I'm still waiting Fucking on Seth him. Seth Godin, I sent him an email, I told you that. Yeah. I haven't fucking heard I hadn't written back. I think it was because I didn't put enough value up front. Did I literally, you? I got lazy. I literally said, hey, Seth, loving the podcast. For his one, didn't say anything else oh, about no. it. Which I should have probably said, I like this because of this. I'd like Rosalind Kogan. Oh, yeah. I think these are attainable people, potentially. Yeah. Rosalind Kogan would be com. cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can, have a pro- we can probably have this off air as well. But if, if you have a guest you'd like to hear. Or you have a contact to someone that you think would be cool for the show. Yeah. I think that's where it's, you, you know, we could easily, I think we've got in our connection quite a few good, solid profile people that we could pull in quite easily. Yeah. They just have interesting stories as yeah. well. Like I want, I told you, we talked about this before. I want like a bikey or something. I want someone who's been in jail. I want someone who's Private gone, investigator. We need yeah. to, yeah, that would be good. I'm still, still going to do that whole spy. Fuck, I had a few ideas over the weekend of like, Oh, how to fucking to spy on you. Yeah, some fucking good ones. Ideas are good. Yeah. Action's better. Yeah, I know. The thing, like, looking at you turn the pages of this and, and talk all this stuff that's in these... <laughs> Go on. <laughs> in here. If, if you become a billionaire, there's not much fucking difference, right? They're probably just doing this and then people actually listen like it's f- gospel... You know, like your yeah. Well, I mean, it's when all you are saying stuff like here. So here's what I did. I wrote down in the piece of paper every day. I got this new, you know, notepad and pen. And then it's like people fucking just anchor to that and go, "That's it." Yeah. Well, I think the thing is that it's good to synthesize your thoughts and note, like, I more than likely won't be a billionaire in my life. However, there are... 99% of people. 99.9% of people are. Probably 99.99%. Yeah. Uh, but the... Uh, fuck, who's, who's the guy? There's a uh, the big producer who um, does his like journaling and stuff like that. But I do enjoy 
for me as an overthinker, I actually love this because it means that there's studies which say that when you put pen to paper, mm. when you take it out of your head, you're able to close some of those loops. Hashtag close the loop. Yeah. So if it's all just in your head, it's not, and so many times I've had these ideas and then I fucking forget oh. where I'm going with it. Or I'm like, oh, fuck, what's that? Literally, there was a, a doco idea that I wanted to implement while Bree and I are away, which was going to be a big fucking part of our trip. Fucking forgot the idea. <laughs> remembered it, remembered it and wrote it down. But it took me going through and finding like an Evernote where I just mentioned like a URL of a website from a research point of view where I was able to be like, oh, fuck, that's right. That's funny. What yeah. And you got the trigger. Yeah. Brought it back. I, I was talking to someone today. I mean, there's so many processes. I feel like I'm shit at writing. It's probably a belief. And so like I'm talking in reference to coming up with scripts for videos. Mm-hmm. And what I found was I was a bit like, um, you know, like paralyzed when i sat down to start writing a script in the moment where you're just writing in paper or you're typing away trying to come up with a exact script but where i found from doing more of it and and now like one of my goals that i kept on saying in my head i never really wrote this down i talked about it but i was like i want to get better at just talking to camera Mm -hmm. and for me that means being able to um, articulate what i'm thinking and still have it well presented and make fucking sense. Yeah. And so I I found that one of the approaches to writing a script can be actually talking and and starting. And for me, it doesn't always work for all videos, but for my videos, I can start talking to the camera now and have an idea because I constantly am thinking about the idea for the video, but I then can start piecing it together while talking to the camera. And that's one way of doing it, right? Yeah. And so for everything, there's not a specific way that is right you need to know what's the right one for you well, right i think the the question is around that you know talking it out or whatever it is how do you talk it out in your head so you can articulate it on paper mm. so for instance i think the reason why i'm a good writer or that people think i'm a good writer is because as a kid the thing that i was always writing were speeches or debate i was in debate class like you know debate um club and I was doing all that stuff for school captain SRC. Yeah. And the thing was, when I was right, the most I ever wrote in school were for my speeches. And so the thing about speeches is you're constantly reading out what you're writing. Mm. So it's like you say it out loud, see how it sounds, you adjust, all that sort of thing. Mm. And so I think that the the thing that might trip people up with if they're writing a script or whatever it is, is to see this format and say, okay, I need to do this format of a script. It's going to be, you know, one minute per page and it's going to be in final draft and it's going to have character, action, fucking dialogue, all of that sort of thing. And that is writing, yes, but comedians, fucking writers in general, I can guarantee that the final product when they're writing, it doesn't look like that, right? Yeah. And so I think that as a writer, being able to, like, it's going to be a mix. So for you, I would probably encourage you to say, okay, well, if you're writing a, a uh, so say if, if we're taking, like, I think that writing is this fucking magical thing that everyone, no one knows what the fuck it is. And, oh, that person's a writer. What does that mean? I think what it is, is it's like saying, okay, 
it might be bullet points. So it might be questions. So it might be, for instance, say your uh, uh, your video on your neighbor's fire that happened. You could say, okay, what are the um, what are the story beats? So what are the things that happened? So discover the fire. Tell tell other neighbor to move car. Fireys arrive. Media contacts me. Amy, you know, um, Amy asks question, whatever it is. You have the story beats and then you can say, okay, what are the visual ways of, of talking about this? What footage do I have? Or what's the dialogue that can go in? So you might have this line which is like, you never expect it to happen to you, right? Maybe that's a theme. You never expect it to happen to you. What does, what does that come down to? Uh, maybe it's around the fear, like so extending that theme on to some messages the message might be the fear of the fire coming to you people being in the house uh asking you know uh all of those types of questions and so that might look like a mind map it might be on a left side might be a mind map on the right it might be the start of dialogue but to me that is actually if you look at writing and even if you look at this uh you know this doco that I was watching and seeing his notes. It's fucking just like Madness. bits of ideas. Yeah, I, I I um have written scripts for videos, done them to camera, and then edited edited the script in the in the actual editing of the footage. So I just drop heaps of my my um my talking. Yeah, it's fucking like holy shit! I didn't need that. And so if I was to go back and look at what I wrote in the page, it's like didn't need 60% of it but it's, a, it's a good way but and it's a way of filtering your thoughts yeah so what's the other option so the other option is that so th- you could say okay I'm really good at talking I don't need a speech right that's a that's a fair theory but what about if you have dot points so the thing is that if mm. you're on stage uh, and you're speaking for 20 minutes uh, yes, you might be really good off the cuff, have some ideas, but what about some level of safety net, which just says, okay, these are the non-negotiables. I want to, I want to thank people for being here. Yeah. I want to tell you about this. Tell you about. Oh, that. I'm, a, I'm more of a dot point, no, yeah. dot point person. When I was in radio, I worked it out pretty quickly. Yeah. I started trying to think about how to script the break, but then I was like, nah, dot points are fine. I and can lead it in. And I like just engaging in the story, in the communication of the story and getting, feeling the, you know, the back and forth. And dot points is still writing. Yeah. And so that's what, like, if you look at half the stuff that I've done today is fucking dot points. And then I'll have a little bit of a moment of like, this dot point might, like say if you're doing a a talk or something, this dot point might have a specific quote or something that works, uh, works out. Well, so for instance, I was doing all of these, you know, uh, what are the what are the values? You know, for instance, I did this um, writing down uh, for full stack films. What what are the full stack? You know, my business. What are what are the values? What do I care about, and all that sort of thing. And so, I was um, I wrote down some stuff around. And you've got your phone out now. So now I'm using so Evernote. Which fucking one are we on? Yeah, so this one. So I, uh, I, this was over. This was on uh, this Saturday. Was two days ago. This was three started, days ago. Before, before he I, launched into buying 60 bucks worth of notepads. Exactly. So, for instance, there's all these, um, 
there's all these thoughts around like, okay, what are my, uh, what are my values? And it's like, uh, time is our greatest asset, respect the story, elevate the quiet voices in our community, all that sort of shit. And then I, um, came up with a couple of little lines, which is, uh, Non-fiction storytelling allows you to walk in someone else's shoes, building empathy and empowering positive change. Mm. So that came from the values. I don't know where that's going to sit, but that's just a little line which I liked and thought, okay, that's something cool. Did you do any work today? Other yeah, than writing, uh, other than writing those. Well, the funny <laughs> thing is, like these are like you look at it. It's like there's a a phone call with a client. Um, you know, like I I've been using um. The index card, which is like, what am I going to complete today on one single card? Fucking dot points. You can see like just lines through it as I mm. go. And um, Mate, it's a bit like my office. I built it to be a certain way yeah. and I worked out what actually was getting used. And now I've adapted it to more of what I do and more conducive to what I'll actually use. And this is the same thing. You're two days in, 30 days from now. Yeah. If you keep doing this, it means that it's very much in line and you're seeing, a, uh, you're seeing it and maybe you are pushing. Maybe we need to do things that make us fucking feel a bit uncomfortable more and more. Yeah, well, I think that the thing is it's uh, it's about just creating um, not structure but uh, maybe uh, fucking intention, mm. being focused on your intention. Well, so, for instance, this isn't, nothing in this is new that I've even done. This is just being, it's deliberate, right? It's saying like, I fucking write down stuff all the time. And so if someone said to me, hey, like, and we've done it, how many times have we had a conversation where I'm like, hey, all right, let's work out what the strategy is for what you do. And I'll get out my yellow pad and I'll fucking write out these things. I'm like, this is how to do it. And that yellow piece of paper goes in the bin. But why is the yellow? What's the difference between yellow and well, white? No, no, no difference. No. What, 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 what I'm is saying, it for you? What I'm saying is that this is a this is a notebook that is the idea is that it's building on something that my thoughts that I will then look back on. If so you I think, do, I don't know if you will. But I think that the difference is with note taking is what's the point in taking the notes? So at the moment, I use notes to synthesize thoughts in the moment to structure my ideas but very rarely do i ever look back at the notes so then the the, the thing becomes stick to the note taking because that seems like the thing that you do but it's like a monthly read through you need to dedicate an hour a week or an hour a month is that part it's, of your it's new literally regime? it's literally the only difference i think is that i'm being more deliberate with these are where i'm having one place for it to store and so i can say what is actually, I had this thought the other day where like, how do we go back? Or Tommy... My fucking problem is when you get 200 pages deep, then what? How do you look back on that shit? Where do you know, how do you know where it is? I think it's better than doing nothing. Yes. And it's like the pages is writing nothing or getting stuff out. I And it went from doing crazy shit, talking about weird things to actually doing what you're doing, writing out ideas. Yeah. And I definitely think the process of it, getting it off out of your head into the page, you then start talking about what you put on paper more. And so, yes, it is the process. But I think it's like whatever you stick to, if that be morning pages or this, yeah. one of them will be good. Yeah. No, I think it's... Um, uh, quick one. Yeah. I didn't even mention that I my the house next door to me burnt down and I 
Amy called the fire brigade and I went down to fucking be a hero and put it out. So the video, because we talked about it, yeah. like everyone would have known, we knew about it. It's true, but we did. The house next door to me burnt down while we were watching Netflix. So no one lives U- in it. So yeah, no one good. lives in it. Watch they, the YouTube channel. They said on... Uh, Watch the YouTube video on my YouTube channel. I saw on um, in the news that they said it was a suspicious fire. Yes. Why? What's suspicious Because they don't it? know what happened. They think it might have been lit. I don't know. I said that in my video. That's the name of the the headline in the article. Well, because I was asking you and you were like, before I read that line and you were like, ah, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, do you think... I asked you, do you think it was deliberately lit? And you said, nah, man, the guy's there fucking every day working yeah, on I, it. I, it's either that. Someone said to me recently, you reckon, because he's a builder, do you reckon he didn't pay some fucking contractors? They've come in and burnt uh, it because sure. I could have just jumped the fence, and so that's that's why. It, who knows? Yeah, it's um, juicy. And the video, did you like the video? Yeah, it was great. It's Actually, I remember hearing a story of that with the tradies. They did all this like wooden frame type stuff for a yeah. house. Didn't get uh, paid. Just went through one day with an axe. Mm. Just fucking axed all of it. Yeah, I heard of a guy made like an electrical system that he installed. Yeah, and then he put a bug into it because they didn't pay him. Fuck. Must have just fu- yeah, fucks. That's so common. Yeah, with tradies. Anyway, that's the daily talk show. Uh, I gotta go think, pick up little Bodie man. Yeah, and I've got to um, <laughs> keep writing in your keep notepad, writing some notes. <laughs> it's the daily talk show, everyone. Thanks for listening. See Feel you guys. free to uh, send us an email too. Hi at the daily talk show dot com, and uh, reviews appreciated on iTunes and through the podcast app. Bye.